Act One of The Sea Voyage by John Fletcher and Philip Massinger. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Sea Voyage A Comedy by John Fletcher and Philip Massinger. The Persons Represented in the Play albert read by todd a french pirate in love with aminta tibble dupont read by christine g a merry gentleman friend to albert master of the ship read by joseph tabler an honest merry man lamure read by rob board an usuring merchant franville read by john burlinson a vainglorious gallant Morillat, read by Dylan McFarlane, a shallow-brained gentleman, Boson, read by Alan Mapstone, an honest man, Sebastian, read by James Curry, a noble gentleman of Portugal, husband to Roselia, Nicusa, read by Brad Philippone, nephew to Sebastian, both cast upon a desert island, Raymond read by john burlinson brother to aminta surgeon read by abai sailors read by trisha g read by elizabeth clatt aminta read by k hand mistress to albert a noble french virgin roselia read by beth thomas governess of the amazonian portugals clarinda read by sarah terry daughter to roselia in love with albert hippolyta read by elizabeth clatt a lady member of the female commonwealth crocale read by april walters a lady member of the female commonwealth juletta read by mary Kay. a lady member of the female commonwealth narration read by alan mapstone the scene first at sea then in the desert islands act one scene one a tempest thunder and lightning enter master and two sailors they are aloof the sea grows dangerous how it spits against the clouds how it capers and how the fiery element frights it back there be devils dancing in the air i think i saw a dolphin hang and the horns and the moon shot from a wave hey 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 how she kicks and yurks down with the mainmast lay her tall fire up all her linens let her ride out they have cut the cables and got her out the tide too has befriended em hang her can she not buffet with a storm a little how it tosses her she reels like a drunkard we have discovered the land sir pray let's make in she's so drunk else she may chance to cast up all her lading Sland in, sland in, we are all lost else, lost and perished. Steer her a starboard there. Bear in with all the sail we can. See, master, see, what a clap of thunder there is. What a face of heaven, how dreadfully it looks. Thou rascal, thou fearful rogue, thou hast been praying. I see it in thy face, thou hast been mumbling. When we are split, you slave, is this a time to discourage our friends with your cold horizons? Call up the boatswain, how it storms! Oh, 
What shall we do, master? Cast over all her lading? She'll not swim an hour else. Enter Albert, Franville, Lamure, Thibault Dupont, Morillat. The storm is loud. We cannot hear one another. What's the coast? We know not yet. Shall we make in? What comfort, sailors? I never saw since I have known the sea, which has been this twenty years, so rude a tempest. In what state are we? Dangerous enough, Captain. We have sprung five leaks, and no little ones. Still rage. Besides, her ribs are open, her rudder almost spent. Prepare yourselves, and have good courage, as death comes but once, and let him come in all his frights. Is it not possible to make in to the land? Tis there before us. Here hard by, sir. Death is nearer, gentlemen. Yet do not cry. Let's die like men. Shalt hoist the boat out, and go all at one cast? The more the merrier. Enter Aminta. You are too hasty, monsieur. Do you long to be in the fish market before your time? Hold her up there. Oh, miserable fortune! Nothing but horror sounding in mine ears. No minute to promise to my frightened soul. Peace, woman. We are storms enough already. No more howling. Gentle master. Clap this woman under hatches. Prithee, speak mildly to her. Can no help? None that I know. No promise from your goodness. Am I a god? For heaven's sake, stole this. Go, take your guilt, and to your business. Wink and die. There's an old haddock stays for you. Must I die here in all the frights, the terrors, the thousand several shapes death triumphs in? No friend to counsel me? Have peace, sweet mistress. No kindred's tears upon me? Oh, my country? No gentle hands to close mine eyes? Be comforted. Heaven has the same power still, and the same mercy. Oh, that wave will devour me. Carry her down, Captain, or by these hands I'll give no more direction. Let the ship sink or swim. We had ne'er better luck when we have such storage of these trinkets with us. These sweet sin breeders. How can heaven smile on us when such a burthen of iniquity lies tumbling like a potion in our ship's belly? Exit. Away with her, and if she have a prayer that's fit for such an hour, let us say it quickly and seriously. Exit. Come, I see it clear, lady. Come in, and take some comfort. I'll stay with ye. Where should I stay? To what end should I hope? Am not I circled round with misery? Confusions in their full heights dwell about me. Oh, Monsieur Albert, how am I bound to curse ye, if curses could redeem me? How to hate ye? You forced me from my quiet, from my friends, even from their arms that were as dear to me, as daylight is, or comfort to the wretched. You forced my friends from their peaceful rest. Some of your relentless sword gave their last groans. Would I had there been numbered, and to fortune's never satisfied afflictions. Ye turned my brother, and those few friends I'd left, like desperate creatures, to their own fears, and the world's stubborn pities. O oh, merciless! Sweet mistress! And whether they are wandered to avoid ye, or whether dead, and no kind earth to cover em, was this a lover's part? But heaven has found ye, and in his loudest voice, his voice of thunder, and in the mutiny of his deep wonders, he tells ye now, ye weep too late. Let these tears tell how I honor ye. Ye know, dear lady, since ye are mine, how truly I have loved ye, how sanctimoniously observed your honor. Not one lascivious word, not one touch, lady, no, 
not a hope that might not render me the unpolluted servant of your chastity. For you I put to sea to seek your brother, your captain, yet your slave, that his redemption, if he be living where the sun has circuit, may expatiate your rigor and my rashness. The storm grows greater. What shall we do? Let's in, and ask heaven's mercy. My strong mind yet presages, through all these dangers, we shall see a day yet shall crown your pious hopes and my fair wishes. Exit. Enter master, sailors, gentlemen, and boatswain. It must all overboard. It clears to seaward, mast. Fling o'er the lady in there, and let's lighten her. All the meat and the cakes, we are all gone else, that we may find her leeks and hold her up. Yet save some little biscuit for the lady, till we come to the land. Must my goods over too? Why, honest master, here lies all my money, the money I have racked by usury to buy new lands and lordships in new countries, cause I was banished from mine own. I have been these twenty years a-raising it. Out with it. The devils are got together by the heirs. Who shall have it? And here they quarrel in the clouds. I am undone, sir. And be undone. Tis better than we perish. Oh, save one chest of plate. Away with it, lustily sailors. It was some pawn that he has got unjustly. Down with it low enough, and let crabs breed in it. Over with the trunks, too. Enter Albert. Take mine, and spare not. We must over with all. Will ye throw away my lordship that I sold? Put it into clothes and necessaries to go to sea with? Over with it. I love to see your lordship sink. Sir, you left no wood upon it. To boil it up, you might have saved it else. I am undone forever. Why, we are all undone. Would you be only happy? Sir, you may loose too. Thou liest. I had nothing but my skin and my clothes, my sword hair and myself, two crowns in my pocket, two pair of cards, and three false dice. I can swim like a fish, rascal, nothing to hinder me. In with her of all hands. Come, gentlemen, come, captain. You must help all. My life now for the land is high and rocky and full of peril. However, let's attempt it. Then cheer lustily, my hearts. Exit. Enter Sebastian and Nikusa. Yes, tis the ship. I see it now. A tall ship. She has wrought lustily for her deliverance. Heaven's mercy, what a wretched day has here been. To still and quiet minds that know no misery it may seem wretched, but with us tis ordinary. Heaven has no storm in store, nor earth no terror that can seem new to us. "'Tis true, Nicoso. If fortune were determined to be wantoned, and would wipe out the stories of men's miseries, yet we two living, we could cross her purpose, for 'tis impossible she should cure us. We are so excellent in our affliction. It would be more than glory to her blindness, and style her power beyond her pride to quit us. "'Do they live still?' "'Yes, and make to harbor.' "'Most miserable men, I grieve their fortunes.' "'How happy had they been!' Had the sea covered them, they leaped from one calamity to another. Had they been drowned, they had ended all their sorrows. What shouts of joy they make! Alas, poor wretches! Had they but once experience of this island, they'd turn their tunes to wailings. Nay, to curses, that ever they set foot on such calamities. Here's nothing but rocks and barrenness, hunger and cold to eat. Here's no vineyards to cheer the hearts of man. No crystal rivers, after his labor, 
to refresh his body. If he be feeble, nothing to restore him, but heavenly hopes, nature that made those remedies, dares not come here, nor look on our distresses, for fear she turn wild like the place and barren. Oh, uncle, yet a little memory of what we were will be a little comfort in our calamities. When we were seated in our blessed homes, how happy in our kindreds, in our families, in all our fortunes. Curse on those French pirates that displanted us, that flung us from that happiness we had there, constrained us to see, to save our lives, honors, and our riches, with all we had, our kinsmen and our jewels, in hope to find some place free from such robbers, where a mighty storm severed our barks, that were my wife, my daughter, and my noble ladies that went with her, virgins and loving souls, to escape those pirates. They are yet living. Such goodness cannot perish. But never to me, cousin, never to me again. What bears their flagstaffs? The arms of France, sure. Nay, do not start. We cannot be more miserable. Death is a cordial now, come when it will. They get to shore apace. They'll fly as fast. When once they find the place, what's that which swims there? A strong young man, sir, with a handsome woman hanging about his neck. That shrews some honour. May thy brave charity, whatever thou art, be spoken in a place that may renown thee, and not die here. The boat, it seems, turned over, so forced to their shifts, yet all are landed. They're pirates on my life. They will not rob us, for none will take out misery for riches. Come, cousin, let's descend, and try their pities. If we get off, a little hope walks with us. If not, we shall but load this wretched island with some shadows still that must grow shorter. Exit. Enter Albert, Aminta, Tybalt, Morillat, Lamur, Master, Franville, Surgeon, Sailors. What come ashore, my mates? We are safe arrived yet. Thanks to heaven's goodness, no man lost. The ship rides fair too, and her leaks in good plight. The weather's turned more courteous. How does, my dear? Alas, how weak she is, and wet. I am glad yet, I escaped with life, which certain noble captain next to heaven's goodness I must thank you for, and which is more, acknowledge your dear tenderness, your firm love to your unworthy mistress, and recant too, indeed I must, those harsh opinions, those cruel, unkind thoughts I heaped upon ye. Farther than that I must forget your injuries. So far I am tied and fettered to your service. Believe me, I will learn to love. I thank ye, madam, and it shall be my practice to serve. What cheer, companions? No great cheer, sir. A piece of sauced biscuit and half a hard egg, for the sea has taken order. Being young and strong, we shall not surfeit, Captain. For mine own part, I'll dance till I'm dry. Come, surgeon, out with your clister pipe, and strike a galliard. What a brave day again! And what fair weather, after so foul a storm! Aye, and pleased the master he might have seen this weather, and have saved our goods. Never think on em. We have our lives and healths. I must think on em, and think twas most maliciously done to undo me. And me too! I lost all! I hadn't another shirt to put upon me, nor clothes but these poor rags. I had fifteen fair suits. The worst was cut upon taffety. I am glad you have lost, given me thy hand. Is thy skin whole? Art thou not pearled with scabs? No ancient monuments of Madame Venuse. Thou hast a suit, then will post a cunning's tailor, that will never turn fashion nor forsake thee. 
till thy executors the worms uncase thee they take off glorious suits franville thou art happy thou art delivered of them here are no brokers no alchemists to turn em into metal nor leather captains with ladies to adore em wilt thou see a dogfish rise in one of thy brave doublets and tumble like a tub to make thee merry or an old haddock rise with thy hatchet sword thou paidst a hundred crowns for a mermaid in a mantle of your worship or a dolphin in your double ruffle ye are merry but if i take it thus if i be foisted and jeered out of my goods nor i i vow thee nor master nor mate i see your cunning oh be not angry gentlemen yes sir we have reason and some friends i can make what i did gentlemen was for the general safety if you aim at me i am not so tame pray take my counsel gallants fight not till the surgeon be well he's damnable seasick and may spoil all besides he has lost his fiddlestick and the best box of boris greece why do you make such faces and hand your swords who would ye fight with gentlemen who has done ye wrong for shame be better tempered no sooner come to give thanks for our safeties but we must raise new civil broils amongst us inflame those angry powers to shower new vengeance on us what can we expect for these unmanly murmurs these strong temptations of their holy pities but plagues in another kind a fuller so dreadful that the singing storms are slumbers to it be men and rule your minds if you will needs fight gentlemen and think to raise new riches by our valours have at ye i have little else to do now i have said my prayers you say you have lost and make your loss a quarrel and grumble at my captain here and the master two worthy persons indeed too worthy for such rascals though galon gallant and maman you that built on golden mountains thou money maggot come all draw your swords ye say ye are miserable nay hold good tibor captain let me correct em i'll make ye ten times worse and i will not leave em for look ye fighting is as nourishing to me as eating i was born quarrelling pray sir i will not leave em skins to cover em do ye grumble when ye are well ye rogues noble dupont ye have cloaks now and ye prate pray gentlemen for my sake be at peace let it become me to make all friends you have stopped our angers lady this shows noble tis well tis very well there's half a biscuit break it amongst you all and thank my bounty this is clothes and plate too come no more quarrelling but ha what things are these are they humane creatures enter sebastian and nikusa i have heard of sea calves they are no shadows sure they have legs and arms they hang but lightly on though how they look are they men's faces they have horse-tails growing to em goodly long manes alas what sunk eyes they have how they are crept in as if they had been frighted surely they are wretched men where are their wardrobes look ye franville here are a couple of courtiers they kneel alas poor souls what are ye speak are ye alive or wandering shadows that find no peace on earth till ye reveal some hidden secret we are men as you are only our miseries make us see monsters if ever pity dwelt in noble hearts we understand em too pray mark gentlemen or that heaven is pleased with humane charity if ever ye have heard the name of friendship 
or suffered in yourselves the least afflictions. Have gentle fathers that have bred ye tenderly, and mothers that have wept for your misfortunes. Have mercy on our miseries. Stand up, wretches! Speak boldly, and have release. If ye be Christians, and by that blessed name bound to relieve us, convey us from this island. Speak! What are ye? As you are, gentle-born, to tell ye more were but to number up our own calamities, and turn your eyes wild with perpetual weepings. These many years in this most wretched island, we too have lived, the scorn and game of fortune. Bless yourselves from it, noble gentlemen. The greatest plagues that humane nature suffers are seated here, wildness and wants innumerable. How came ye hither? In a ship as you do, and as you might have been, had not heaven preserved ye for some more noble use. Racked desperately, our men, and all consumed but we too, that still live and spin out the thin and ragged threads of our misfortunes. Is there no meat above? Nor meat, nor quiet. No summer here to promise anything. Nor autumn to make full the reaper's hands. The earth abdonate to the tears of heaven. Let nothing shoot but poison weeds. No rivers, nor no pleasant groves, no beasts. All that were made from man's use fly this desert. No airy fowl dares make its flight over it. It is so ominous. Serpents and ugly things, the shames of nature, roots of malignant tastes, foul-standing waters. Sometimes we find a fulsome sea-root, and that's a delicate. A rat sometimes, and that we hunt like princes in their pleasure. And when we take a toad, we make a banquet. For heaven's sake, let's aboard. Do ye know no farther? Yes, we have sometimes seen the shadow of a place inhabited, and heard the noise of hunters, and have attempted to find it. So far as a river deep, slow, and dangerous, fenced with high rocks we have gone, but not able to achieve that hazard return to our old miseries, if this sad story may deserve your pities. Ye shall aboard with us. We will relieve your miseries. Nor will we be unthankful for this benefit. No, gentlemen, we'll pay for our deliverance. Look ye that plough the seas for wealth and pleasure that outrun day and night with your ambitions look on those heaps they seem hard rugged quarries remove em and view em fully oh heaven they are golden jewels be not too hasty here lies another heap and here another all perfect gold stand farther off you must not be your own carvers we have shares and deep ones yes sir we'll maintain Ho, fellow sailors! Stand all to your freedoms. I'll have all this. And I this. You shall be hanged first. My losses shall be made good. So shall mine. Or with my sword I'll do't. All that will share with us assist us. Captain, let's set in. This money will undo us. Undo us all. This gold was the overthrow of my happiness. I had command too, when I landed here and lead young, high, and noble spirits under me. This cursed gold enticed them. They set upon their captain, on me, that owned this wealth, and this poor gentleman, gave us no few wounds, forced us from our own, and then their civil swords, who should be owners, and who lords over all, turned against their own lives, first in their rage, consumed the ship, that poor part of the ship that scraped the first wreck, next their lives by heaps, Oh, be you wise and careful. We'll have more. Sirrah, come shew it. Or ten times worse afflictions than thou speak'st of. Nay, and ye will be dogs. Beat some out. Let me come, Captain. 
This golden age must have an iron ending. Have at the bunch. He beats them off. Exit. Oh, Albert. Oh, gentlemen. Oh, friends. Exit. Come, noble nephew. If we stay here, we die. Here rides their ship. Yet all are gone to the spoil. Let's make a quick use. Away, dear uncle. This gold was our overthrow. It may now be our happiness. Exit. Enter Tybalt and the rest. You shall have gold. Yes, I'll cram it in ya. You shall be your own carvers. Yes, I'll carve ye. I am sore. I pray hear reason. I'll hear none. Covetous base minds have no reason. I am hurt myself. But whilst I have a leg left, I will so haunt your gilded souls. How do you, Captain? You bleed apace. Curse on the courses, aunt. You do not faint? No, no. I am not so happy. Do ye howl? Nay, ye deserve it. Base greedy rogues. Come, shall we make an end of them? They are our countrymen. For heaven's sake, spare them. Alas, they are hurt enough. And they relent now. Aminta above. Oh, Captain, Captain. Whose voice is that? The ladies. Look, Captain, look. Ye are undone. Poor Captain. We are all undone. All, all. We are all miserable. Mad, willful men. Ye are undone. Your ship, your ship. What of her? She's under sail and floating. See where she flies. See to your shames, you wretches. These poor starved things that shewed you gold. Lemur and Franville goes up to see the ship. They have cut the cables and got her out. The tide, too, has befriended them. Where are the sailors that kept her? Here! Here in the mutiny, to take up money and left no creature. Left the boat ashore, too. This gold, this damned enticing gold. How the wind drives her, as if it vied to force her from our furies. Come back, good old man. Good honest men, come back. The wind's against ye. Speak louder. Ye shall have all your gold again. They sails. Hold up your hands and kneel, and howl ye blockheads. They'll have compassion on ye. Yes, yes, tis very likely ye have deserved it. Do ye look like dogs now? Are your mighty courages abated? I bleed apace, Tibor. Retire, sir, and make the best use of our miseries. They but begin now. Enter Aminta. Are ye alive still? Yes, sweet. Help him off, lady, and wrap him warm in your arms. Here's something that's comfortable. Off with him handsomely. I'll come to ye straight. But wax these rascals a little. Exit Albert Aminta. Oh, I am hungry and hurt, and I am weary. Here's a pestle of a potijou, sir. Tis excellent meat, with sour sauce, and here's two chains. Suppose em sausages. Then there wants mustard, but the fearful surgeon will supply ye presently. Oh, for that surgeon! I shall die else. Faith, there he lies in the same pickle too. My salves and all my instruments are lost, and I am hurt and starved. Good sir, seek for some herbs. His herb graceless. Will that serve? Gentlemen, will ye go to supper? Where's, Where's the, the meat? meat? Where's the meat? What a veal voice is there? Would we had it, sir, or anything else? I would now cut your throat, you dog. But I won't do you such a courtesy to take you from the benefit of starving. Oh, what a comfort will your worship have some three days hence. Ye things beneath pity, famine shall be your harbinger. You must not look for down-beds here, nor hangings, though I could wish ye strong ones. Yet there be many lightsome cool star-chambers, 
open to every sweet air, I'll assure ye, ready provided for ye, and so I leave ye. Your first course is served. Expect a second. Exit. A vengeance on these jewels. Oh, this cursed gold. Exeunt. End of Act One.